Welcome to Keeping It 100 with Dr. Robin. And guess what? I'm Dr. Robin. Whoever you are and wherever you are, whatever time you've taken in order to, to listen to this podcast, thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Well, let me tell you a little bit about who I am. But that has nothing to do with that podcast. This podcast has to do with the ministry God has given me, a ministry that would help to bring the church and the unchurched, the clergy and the lay, those that are affiliated with spiritual matters and those that are just seeking to understand spiritual matters, help to bring them together. I'm here to, to, to build a bridge. And hopefully we can cross that bridge with integrity, with honesty, and with transparency. You see, I was raised not in the church, but in the world. And I became, and I was saved at 25. Well, you can do a lot of things by the time you get 25. So but when I got saved, one of the first things that I thought about was, wow, how come they didn't tell me sooner? I lived my life on happenstance and I didn't have to. I lived thinking that the only hope I had was it something would accidentally fall in my lap? And I didn't have to. And then the second thing I thought was, huh, the people where I grew up could really use this information. They could do so much better for themselves if they knew there was actually some hope, that they knew that there was something that could be done about their circumstances. And so that's the ministry that God gave me, to build a bridge. You see, I have this unique quality of being able to see both sides of the same coin. Because I was raised in the world and not in the church, I understand the world. And because I left the world, not because I was failing in the world, but because I fell in love with Jesus Christ, I see it through a different eye. But I'm also an ordained minister, which means I matriculated through the church and into the pulpit. I have a doctor's degree in theology. And this is what God has chosen for my purpose. So together, I want us to build a bridge on transparency, build a bridge on integrity, that those in the church and those not yet affiliated with the church will be able to find a little common ground. We'll have a little bit more understanding about their circumstances. Because isn't that what it's all about? You see, Jesus Christ didn't die contrary to popular belief for the church. Jesus Christ died for people and he used the church to disseminate the information. Nonprofits, I have good news for you. Are you tired of spending more time writing for funding than serving? If so, call Dr. Biswag and let her be your writing arm. Think about it. No employee fees, no workers comp, she adds value you can see on your bottom line. 20 plus years experience that is yours on request. Pay only when you need help, but nothing for downtime. Get started at http.drbizswag.com. The doctor can help. Hey, this is Dr. Robbie. Welcome to the podcast. I haven't been around in a while. I've taken a bit of a time off. had going through some things in my life. And like everybody else, sometimes you just have to back up. Sometimes you have to back up and you have to regroup sometimes. Got a couple of projects going, been a little busy, trying to get a couple of things done. But I'm back. You know, the other day I was sitting up watching TikTok. Now, I know that's surprising to some of you because, well, it's TikTok. 
but I love Tic Tac. They do some really crazy stuff on Tic Tac. I mean, there's some weirdos out there, so y'all got to be careful, okay? Uh, but I'm a big girl. I can handle the weirdo. But the reality is they do some really funny stuff on TikTok. I sit up and giggle in the middle of the night, early in the morning, simply because it's funny. But the other day, I was watching TikTok. And this young lady came on and she had a, I think she was from the South somewhere because she had a Southern accent and it, I didn't recognize anything. I think she said, I don't remember what she said, but it was somewhere in the South. And she was driving in her car, and the camera was faced toward the road, not toward the young lady. So you couldn't see what she looked like. But by her voice, I, I, I ascertained that she was probably African-American. And she was driving along, and she was talking about her relationship with a couple of her friends that were gay. And as she drove along and she was talking about how great a people they are and how good friends they are. And then she was talking about they were going to get married. And she was telling everyone about their relationship and how she was going to their wedding. And as the story progressed, she said when she went to the wedding, she felt this tinge of, 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 of being afraid, afraid of, afraid that God was going to punish her because she had been of the indoctrination, indoctrination she had received from her parents into religion. And she went on to say that, 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 that these people were so great and this, that, and the other. And, 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 and that's not what bothered me. What bothered me well, I was bothered on a couple of levels. The first level was indoctrination. As an African-American, she was given a belief in God, a faith in God, because that's what her parents probably had to give. They passed on the faith that it brought them through to her. So in essence, it was not an indoctrination. She was actually given the only authority that actually is. But because she felt like God was going to punish her for going to this gay wedding, disturbed me on another level. That said that somewhere this young woman had been told somewhere in the family of faith that she would be that there that 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 this sin that 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 this she sinned she was she was perceiving was worse than anything else in the world and that bothered me because the gospel that i read says that we are to love our brothers and sisters it doesn't say love your brothers and sisters Unless they're gay. Love your brothers and sisters unless they're straight. Love your brothers and sisters unless they're black. Love your brothers and sisters unless they're white. Love your brothers and sisters unless they're disabled. But love your brothers and sisters unless they don't agree with you. Come on. That's not the gospel that Jesus died for. And so as I watched this TikTok, I became, like I said, I was, I was, I, I was pretty upset. I was upset on two levels. One that this young lady didn't realize 
the authority and the blessing that her family had, had, had brought her into and to. That somebody told her that because someone had a different lifestyle, that she wasn't supposed to love them like everybody else. You see, I know I've said it before and I will say it again. Jesus didn't die for the church. He died for people. And you know the funniest thing people forget? That everybody's people. Straights are people. Gays are people. Blacks are people. Whites are people. Everybody's people. So when you start looking at, if you don't agree with somebody's lifestyle, if you don't agree with something they say, that gives you no right to judge them. It gives you the right to love them. Because the gospel that I read, said that Jesus died that we might be free. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, people like to look at others and point a finger but say, don't look at me. They like to give examples of others what they don't uh, agree with. They don't want anybody to look deep into their life. You see, a sin is 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 a sin. Now that sin may be something as little as telling that little white lie. That sin may be cheating on your taxes. That sin may be winking at that woman. That sin may be rubbing up on that man. That sin may be a lot of things, but the reality is there is no big or little sin. There is just sin. And just sin is everywhere because we're people. But the gospel of Jesus Christ tells us to love your neighbor as yourself. And he didn't put out any exceptions. So sooner or later, we're going to have to learn that everybody's just people. Now there are people that, are, that, that, that do bad things. And there are people that do good things. But they're all just people. The gospel does not tell you to allow anybody to hurt you. But it also doesn't give you permission to hurt anybody. You know, I wonder what the world would be like if everybody simply did their job and stayed in their own lane. I wonder what the world would be like if we would simply follow the instructions given by Jesus the Christ to love your neighbor as you do yourself. Because those are such great instructions. Because remember, he says love your neighbor as you love yourself. In order to love your neighbor, you must love yourself. And when you love you, it's super hard to find a whole lot of fault with someone else. For most people, when they come against other people, it's because 
there's a hint of jealousy there's a hint of wanting something that you see but can't have but when you genuinely love yourself when you're genuinely satisfied with who you are then there is no reason to not love your neighbor We don't all come from the same place. And we're not all going to the same place. We don't all have the same beliefs. But guess what? It doesn't matter. Love is free. You can give it away. You see, I'm pretty sure that none of us have 100% of the truth. I'm pretty sure that none of us were here to lay the foundation of the earth, that we are not so smart that we're smarter than Christ. You see, I don't believe that any of us know everything. So with that in mind, perhaps, just perhaps, that someone that you don't agree with might have a little truth and you might have a little truth and someone else might have a little truth but none of us have the total answer so when will we learn to be tolerant to simply love each other because we're people to simply do that little thing that Jesus has called us to do Your lifestyle is your lifestyle. My lifestyle is my lifestyle. It is not up to me to tell you how to live. And it is not up to you to tell me how to live. But it's up to both of us to love our neighbors as ourselves. That's the word of God. And for my sister that was so indignant because her parents had given her an indoctrination into the gospel. I say this, your parents did the best they could and they gave you the power, the only power that they knew would definitely be something that you need as you walk through this life. And to the church that taught this impressionable young woman that it's okay to condemn someone else's lifestyle, shame on you. That's not the gospel. Shame on you. That's not what Jesus said. Shame on you. Nobody died and made you God. Jesus died for all of us. Every last one. Because the Bible says that none should be lost. Sooner or later we'll get it. I hope it's sooner than later. Because the one thing I do know 
He's coming back. And everybody is going to be accountable for how they treat each other. You got one task, to love your neighbor as you do yourself. This is Dr. Robbie. Be blessed, be safe, be woke, and be loved in Christ. Bye for now.